2: Good morning. I'm Nathan Hager.
1: And I'm Karen Moscow. Here are the stories we're following today.
2: First, it is a busy morning on the political front, and we begin with a looming government shutdown. A last-minute deal does not appear likely. Bloomberg's Amy Morris has the latest from Washington.
3: House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and Republican hardliners want to make the shutdown about the surge of migrants across the southern border, but they're not united on exactly what they want. President Biden and his advisors consider these new demands to be reneging on the deal on spending levels that McCarthy made during the debt ceiling standoff, and now moderate Republicans are looking to work with Democrats by passing a bipartisan stopgap measure, and they could force the House to vote on that, but not before the October 1st deadline. In Washington, I'm Amy Morris. Bloomberg Radio. All
1: right, Amy. Thank you. But well, we're also following reaction to the second Republican presidential debate. Seven candidates took the stage at the Reagan Presidential Library, hosted by Fox Business. The auto workers' strike was a prominent theme. With frontrunner Donald Trump rallying workers in Michigan instead of taking part, entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy had some advice for the United Auto Workers.
2: I would say go picket in front of the White House in Washington, D.C. That's really where the protest needs to be. Disastrous economic policies that have driven up prices, that have driven up interest rates and mortgage rates. At the same time, wages remaining stagnant.
1: The candidates also took more aim at the frontrunner, including Florida Governor Ron DeSantis.
4: Donald Trump is missing in action. He should be on this stage tonight. He owes it to you to defend his record where they added $7.8 trillion to the debt. That set the stage for the inflation that we have now.
1: The candidates also call for tougher border enforcement and a harder line on China, but they were split on supporting Ukraine, Senator Tim Scott argued to continue funding.
5: Our national vital interests is in degrading the Russian military.
1: And at one point, the moderators asked which candidate they choose to vote off the island. All seven refused to answer.
2: Well, Karen, this was the second debate that Donald Trump chose to skip. During his day, he was in Michigan and issued his support for the striking United Auto Workers.
5: I side with the auto workers of America and with those who want to make America great again, and I always will.
2: Former President Trump's trip came a day after President Biden became the first sitting president in U.S. history to walk a picket line as he joined United Auto Workers outside Detroit.
1: Well, Nathan, in addition to Donald Trump, another critic of Joe Biden has been Texas Governor Greg Abbott. He blames the administration's immigration policies for a crisis at the border.
4: I will be endorsing in the primary at the right time. That said, I think that any Republican can beat Joe Biden. Joe Biden is more underwater than any president in American history. He is disfavored even by people in the Democrat Party and by independents and, of course, Republicans.
1: Texas Governor Greg Abbott made the comments in an interview with Bloomberg. Get the full conversation on the Bloomberg Talks podcast feed available wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Well, Karen, another Texas resident is in the news this morning, Elon Musk, and he's deepening his ties to the Pentagon with a new contract. Bloomberg's Ed Baxter
4: has that story. This is Musk's first deal with the U.S. Space Force, the object to provide customized satellite communications for the military under the company's Starshield program. SpaceX is competing with 15 companies for $900 million in work orders through 2028 as part of the Low Earth Orbit Program. This process would incorporate the already existing Starlink communication satellite network. Some senators have expressed concerns to the DoD that Musk could have a major impact on defense at a whim. Ed Baxter, Bloomberg Radio.
1: All right, Ed, thanks. Well, checking some stocks on the move this morning. Shares of Micron Technology down 5%. The chipmaker is predicting a steeper loss than anticipated in the current quarter for Micron and its competitors. It's been a brutal year. Personal computers and smartphone customers have slashed orders as they deal with lower demand and stockpiles of excess parts.
2: Another mover this morning, Karen, is Peloton. Those shares are surging 13%. On news, the fitness companies agreed to a five-year partnership with clothing company Lululemon. Lululemon will make athletic that Peloton will sell, and Peloton's online classes will be offered to users of Lululemon's Studio Mirror.
1: In Asia, Nathan, a developing story from one of China's property giants, Evergrande and its units have suspended trading in their shares on Bloomberg's. Brian Curtis has more from Hong Kong.
2: No reason given for the halt. It comes a day after sources told us Evergrande's chairman, Hui Kai Yan, was taken away by police. Hui is said to be under residential surveillance. It comes at a delicate time for the big developer. Evergrande has scrapped key creditor meetings and revealed that it cannot issue new bonds. That's a setback to a planned restructuring and would seem to suggest an existential crisis. In Hong Kong, Brian Curtis, Bloomberg Radio. Thanks, Brian. Here in the U.S., Apple's getting heat in early reviews of
5: the new iPhone. Let's get the details from Bloomberg's John Tucker. John? Nathan, some of the first users of the iPhone 15 Pro and Pro Max say they're too hot to handle. Literally, the gripes have spread across Apple online forums and social media networks that the back or the side of the phone becomes hot to the touch while gaming or we conducting a phone call or Facebook time video chat. Now, for some users, the issue is more prominent while the device is plugged into charge. Apple technical support staffers referred customers to an old support article on how to handle an iPhone. In New York, I'm John Tucker, Bloomberg Radio.
1: Thanks, Nathan. Time now for a look at some of the other stories making news around the world. For that, we're joined by Bloomberg's Amy Morris. Amy, good morning.
3: Good morning, Karen. A House panel will hold the first Biden impeachment hearing today, focusing on the business dealings of the first family. Political expert Amy Dacey says House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is facing pressure from his right flank
6: to open that inquiry in the first place. The Republicans haven't shown yet what they think the wrongdoing is. I think the bigger thing for me is to witness kind of this procedure that's supposed to be a matter of checks and balances, how it's become so politicized.
3: The House Oversight Committee plans to call three witnesses at this first hearing, a forensic accountant, a former government tax attorney and a conservative legal scholar. New Jersey Senator Robert Menendez is set to address his Democratic colleagues today concerning the bribery charges he's facing. Bloomberg's Nancy Lyons brings us an update. More than half his Democratic colleagues in the Senate have called for Senator Menendez to step down. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer has stopped short of calling for him to quit, but he has said his conduct fell below Senate standards. Menendez, who has temporarily been replaced as chair of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, is facing charges that he took gold bars and cash as payment for illegally helping three businessmen, as well as the country of Egypt. During his arraignment, when Wednesday, he pleaded not guilty to the charges and was released on $100,000 bond. In Washington, Nancy Lyons, Bloomberg Radio. The federal judge overseeing former President Trump's federal 2020 election interference case has denied his request that she be removed. Trump's lawyers claims the Obama-appointed judge made disqualifying statements while sentencing two people for their roles in the January 6th Capitol riot. President Biden says the U.S. needs to make investments in science and technology.
2: I don't know how we can be the safest, most secure and healthiest nation in the world without significant investment in science and technology.
3: Speaking at a meeting with the Council of Advisors on Science and Technology in San Francisco, President Biden noted the profound risk if artificial intelligence isn't handled with care. He acknowledged the 15 American tech companies who have already made commitments to making sure AI technology is safe safe before releasing it to the public. Global news 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Amy Morris, and this is Bloomberg. Karen.
1: All right, Amy, thank you. While we bring you the news throughout the day here on Bloomberg Radio, but now you can get the latest news on demand whenever you want it. Subscribe to Bloomberg News Now to get the latest headlines at the click of a button. Get informed on your schedule. You can listen and subscribe to Bloomberg News Now on the Bloomberg Business app, Bloomberg.com, plus Apple, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. It is time now for the Bloomberg Sports Update, and here's John Stash Hour. John.
5: Karen, Damian Lillard has spent his entire 11-year NBA career in Portland. He made seven All-Star games, but unhappy with the Blazers, who've had five recent first-round playoff exits and didn't make the playoffs the last two seasons. He's been traded to Milwaukee, where he and Giannis Antetokounmpo might just become the NBA's top one-two punch. The Bucks are now favored to win the NBA championship. It was a three-team trade with Phoenix. The Suns get four players, including Grayson Allen and Joseph Nurkic. The Blazers get Drew Holiday and DeAndre Ayton. Lillard averaged 32 points a game last season. No player who scored that much has ever then changed teams. The two rookie quarterbacks who didn't play last week are expected to return Sunday. Carolina's Bryce Young from the injured ankle and the Colts' Anthony Richardson from a concussion. The Raiders' QB Jimmy Garoppolo still in concussion protocol. And the Saints' Derek Carr says if he can play Sunday despite an injured shoulder, he will. The game tonight is Detroit and Green Bay. Texas Rangers moving closer to winning the AL West with a 5-0 win over the Angels. The Red Sox lost 5-0 at Fenway to Tampa Bay. The Orioles beat Washington 5-1. Baltimore's 99th win of the season. Giants lost to San Diego 5-2. The A's 110th loss of the season was in Minnesota 6-4. Terry Francona's final home game as manager of the Cleveland Guardians. He's retiring after this weekend. Mets and Marlins split a doubleheader in New York. The Marlins and Cubs are now tied for the second wild card of the National League. John Stashauer, Bloomberg Sports.
0: The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state
2: Good morning. I'm Nathan Hager. For more than a year, Texas Governor Greg Abbott has been bussing migrants from the southern border to places like New York, Washington and Chicago. That has prompted angry complaints from Democratic leaders in those cities. Now the Republican governor is asking that they join him in urging President Biden to enforce immigration laws that are already on the books and take a harder stance on stemming the migrant surge. Governor Abbott visited Bloomberg's world headquarters in New York and spoke with Bloomberg's Julie Fine.
6: I want to return to the migrants here in New York City. Mayor Adams has repeatedly warned of rising costs to house and to care for them. Was your intention in starting Operation Lone Star to get Democratic cities like New York and the federal government to do something to put pressure on them with the border? Like, yeah. what's the end game here?
4: So, that, that was not the intention at all. Uh, the, the beginning game was to relieve the burden that was placed on small Texas towns on the border. Eagle Pass, population 28,000. This past week, they had 10,000 migrants come into their town. One-third of the population of Eagle Pass uh, was occupied by migrants. Uh, and then Del Rio, etc. And then working with them, they said, listen, we need help. And that's what led to the busing operations uh, to Washington, D.C., New York, Chicago, L.A., and elsewhere.
6: But you specifically targeted Democratic cities. We don't see them going frequently to very red cities and red states. You specifically targeted them.
4: Well, Well, what we did, uh, first of all, before anybody gets on a bus and goes anywhere, they go voluntarily. They self-identify what city they wanna go to. So New York is purposefully chosen by the migrants as a location to go to, point one, but point two, the, the only place that they are typically going to are cities that self-identify as sanctuary cities, which may be one of the reasons why some of the migrants choose to go there.
6: So you're saying these migrants come off the bus and say, take me to New York. Are they given an option they, of democratic, blue, or cities?
4: They are given an option about anywhere they want to go. And the, the number one choice of where they wanted to go was New York City.
6: So they're not given a list of seven, eight cities? They're
4: not given a specific list. They're they given opportunities. Tell us where you want to go. And they choose New York, Chicago, and and other large cities that they've heard of before, or they may have family contacts in.
6: So are there buses then going to cities that we don't know of, like Miami or in redder states?
4: So uh, right now there may not be, but because of the increase in the number of people coming across the border, there likely will be new destinations that people would be going to in buses.
6: And those will include red cities and red states?
4: Well, see, it, it depends on where the migrants choose.
6: Okay, let's turn to the election here. Oh, by the way, you do say you blame President Biden for the current border situation. You've said that, you said his policies. Isn't there blame to go around, though, when you look at former presidents haven't solved this border crisis, Congress hasn't solved this border crisis, Republican and Democrat?
4: To be clear, all the laws that are needed are already in place that was proven by President Trump. Three years ago, when Trump was still president, we had the lowest illegal border crossings in 40 years. He had the Remain in Mexico policy, the Title 42 policy, the end of catch and release, and building the border wall. When Biden was elected president, he eliminated all of those policies and, and sent a message to the entire world, the border is open, and he was not gonna do anything to stop people from crossing the border illegally. All of what we are dealing with, whether it be in Texas or in New York, is a result of Joe Biden's open border policies. And I need to add this to, to be clear to your audience. And that is, of all the migrants in New York City, Texas bust only about 10% of the people here. Joe Biden sent the rest of them here.
6: So, you know, President Biden, while you say he is saying that it's open border policies, he has never said the words, the border is open. And again, do you think there's enough, you know, blame to go around between Congress? To to,
4: to be clear, what he has said is you come here illegally. We're not going to send you back. That is messaging of open border policies. He has provided the magnet for people to come here, which is the opposite of what Trump did. Trump sent a message that if you come here, we're gonna send you back. If you try to come here, you're gonna to have to remain in Mexico. Because Joe Biden eliminated all of that, he said, basically, the border's open, we're gonna do nothing to stop you. Julie, it gets worse. This was visual on TVs across the country. Texas erected razor wire, Constantina barriers preventing migrants from entering Texas illegally. Joe Biden's border patrol went and cut those wires, pulled them apart, opened them up, allowing thousands of migrants to enter Texas illegally.